Jamie and Forch's Betamax Dungeon. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Betamax Dungeon with me, Mark Fortune. And me, Jamie Ball. Hello Mark, hello listener. Welcome to another mariachi grating, toserating. Get down on your knees, Mark, and hail Miles Mayhem. Episode of the Betamax Dungeon. I thought you were going to say birthday cake in. Birthday cake, yeah, I could have, I could have made it. Did you get any cake? It's your birthday today. 29 years, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. What, Happy uh, birthday, what Jamie. Get, what did you get for your birthday? Uh, I did all right. I did really, really well. Oh, I right. got a replacement Mario Kart 8. Okay. I don't have the replacement Switch yet, but that will hopefully... What, you've got in... the game and not the Switch? Yeah, that's, let's not get into that. Oh, no, it's no, on the way. Um, yeah, I got that. I got some clothes that I needed. I needed new jeans. You may have noticed, Mark, over the times that I've been here, that these jeans are falling apart. Yeah. So I got a new pair of skinny, fit black jeans. So they're exactly the same as the other ones? Yeah. How That's my pa- style. How many pairs of those have you got? What, in my lifetime? No, now. Well, one new pair, and this pair, they're literally hanging off my ass. Why do you get two pairs that what? aren't fucked? Well, I will. I, I've had. There have been times in my life where I've had several pairs of non-fucked anyway, what skinny else you black get? jeans. But did, you get, did you get anything for the kitchen? I got a towel. There's yeah. a bath towel. I needed a bath towel. I was thankful for that. I got some TK Maxx vouchers. Oh. I did all right on that. I quite like TK Maxx, so I can buy more skinny fit black jeans if they've got any oh, in, at the particular time. I can't time be I asked to go through the four billion sizes they got in there. It is a, it's a it's bit a of a crap. schlep it's going a, through the racks. It's a crap shoot. But sometimes you go in there and you get you find really good stuff. And then other times, yeah, it's if disappointing. You're, if, you're, if you're the average man, you're in trouble. I think. I'm kind of average. Yeah, you're a bit below average. But, um... Hey, it's Mark, it's my <laughs> birthday. It's well, my birthday. Yeah, but that doesn't make you taller. <laughs> I'm so, sort of... That's, I'm kind of average sized. Mm. What do you mean? Five tens average. I'm kind of medium short leg. No, you're fine. Good looking yeah, lad. Yeah, yeah happy don't birthday. try and claw it back. No, happy put the shovel down, Matt. <laughs> happy birthday, mate. So, uh, oh yeah, you said uh, Miles Mayhem. Mayhem. Miles Mayhem. Who the hell is that? No idea. No, I've got no clue. Okay. Uh, you'll remember back in the glorious mid 80s. Don't say it. Don't do it. Don't do that. I know you've got your glasses on, but don't. Don't say I remember. Then jiggle your glasses. I wouldn't jiggle it because you look like no. You'll notice. Roy Corbett, uh, sorry, I'm not. Ji- I'm not jiggling. <laughs> I'm not jiggling for effect. You'll notice in this corner that the frame is cracked. Oh, is it? Yeah, the oh, frame's cracked. I sat on them the other day, so the frame is cracked. Yeah. Uh, the lens is in there, but if I don't re every now and then, I got to check that it's still clicked in. Otherwise, that lens just falls out. Pop a little bit of glue on there. Well, if I had some glue, that that would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. <laughs> you did, like Ronnie Corbett. Well, Every time the producer, <laughs> <laughs> my producer. Uh, okay, I'll stop doing that. So Miles no, Mayhem. No, yeah. Miles Mayhem. Miles Mayhem. Yes. Yeah, you remember back in the heyday of mid eighties toys? Yeah. Transformers were really big. Transformers yeah, 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 were awesome, yeah, yeah. and there were tons of ripoffs. Mm. So you had, you had Zoids. Which Transmorphers or something like that? Well, I, was, I, I know you had Zoids, but I think you could get a cream for that. Um, Gobots. Gobots, that's what I was thinking. Now, I think, were they before the Transformers? No, or? it couldn't have been. That would have been mental if they were. I got the Gobots, because they were Banzai, which was like a Japanese company. 
Now I've got a feeling, I, I didn't check, I should check. I've got a feeling the GoBots may have been slightly beforehand, but the toys... Rubbish. They weren't great. The Transformers were way better. The packaging was better, the yeah. font on the logo, everything. The Transformers looked the business. I was obsessed with Transformers for about a month. Well, I was tra- uh, yeah, I was a Transformers fan maybe a little bit longer. I had Optimus Prime. I think the password on my computer score was trans, <laughs> which, which doesn't yeah. scan well at the moment. Well, that's kind of apt. Um, what do you mean? Nothing. Oh, really? um, <laughs> Optimus Prime yeah. was probably one of the best Christmas presents I ever had in my oh, life. Was it a big one? Yeah, the full, normal full-on Optimus Prime, the rig. Wow. His legs snapped off. In, oh. I, to say that that was one of the most heartbreaking moments in my childhood well, how wouldn't many, be, how I old wouldn't was be it? overselling it how old was it when the leg broke off yeah, not that old I'd only had it maybe a year or so oh. he was a great toy but there was a little bit of a design flaw in that those legs they were they were very thin legs on a big bulky Optimus Prime body well, it all had to fold up didn't it into a lorry yeah maybe I just over transformed it I was <laughs> over, <laughs> I just, yeah. I should have just left him alone. I should have just left him in the truck, Mark. He'd anyway, probably been fine. He was Matthew Mayhem. Miles Mayhem. Miles Mayhem. Right. So one of the rip-offs of Transformers or Centurions. That was another. That was quite right. good. Uh, but uh, Miles Mayhem. He was from Mask, which is like an acronym. It was M dot A dot S K. I remember that. Was Mask. that a comic as well? They might have done a comic, um, and it stood for ridiculously it stood for mobile armored strike command which doesn't really work because command begins with a c and and they had a <coughs> Are they german or something yeah he was american but they so basically they're winging it basically weren't they well it's a complete rip off so basically you had they were just like normal guys you know i'm a normal american guy out in my jeep I'm Chad. But I'm also a secret agent. Oh, yeah. And when I become a secret agent, I put an elaborate helmet on and my Jeep transforms a bit into... It's got some guns or it can chuck a bomb out the back. Yeah, I know. You're just advertising the fact that you're a fucking was It was for kids, but it was daft. So you had, like, your main hero, like the leader of Mask. I think he was Matt Tracker. Oh, God. Um, Matt Tracker yeah and Miles Mayhem was the baddie he was the leader of Venom which was another acronym yeah what did that mean was it Villainous Empire Uh, I don't know something like that it was such stupid most villains don't think they're villains why would you have yeah that's it they they clearly felt that they were villains they were trying to overtake take over the world I guess you, if you're trying to take the world over... You're a villain. You you have an idea that you're a villain. Yeah, but you, you want to do it for the greater good, surely. The greater good. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think anyone in the world that literally plans to... Do, are there anyone in the world that really... Now, well, there probably are now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. all these dictators from the past, they didn't think they were villains, did they? They should have done. Well, maybe they, they clearly... should have done, but they, they don't... I mean... Matey boy in uh, North Korea don't think he's a villain, does he? He thinks he's right and everyone else is wrong. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but he's not actively trying to take over the world. He's just trying to maintain his little corner of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, isn't great, but <laughs> he's not trying to, you know, he's not, he's not looking out and thinking, you know, this place is so brilliant, the whole entire world should be exactly... Imagine the logistics. 
Yeah. Too much pain in the ass, too much paperwork. We'd run out of bread. Oh, God. So anyway, what if... Uh, so that's Mars Mayhem. Mark, a trip down mem- toy lane... Me- me- toy memory lane. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> toy lane memory. Toy lane memory. Trip down toy lane memory. <clears throat> so how old were you when you got Optimus Prime? Did you keep him for long after, or did you go straight in the bin? No, no, not at all. Well, I had the... the Rig, not the rig bit. Did you have him as a rig, but just not as a transformer? Yeah, no, he's a transformer. Yeah, I know, but when the leg broke? Uh, oh, yeah, no, he was done, really, as a done. figure. Binned yeah. him off. You, yeah, you could kind of have him as a truck, but he was a bit lopsided. He only had, like, <laughs> he had three wheels, so sparks would have been flying. But the trailer, like because yeah. it was like a semi, wasn't it? It was like a big semi. The trailer bit was awesome because it opened up and it was like a Transformers command centre. And they had like a little... I think it was like a little flying Transformer plane. And I, I remember when I first... I, did I watch the first film at the cinema? The, the my first Michael Bay one? I, I might have watched it. I didn't hate it. Do you know what? When that first, when that first helicopter transformed, I thought this is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. The way they transformed was great. And then you got to the end of the film and you're like, it's yeah. too much. <laughs> it's too it. choppy. It was too, you, you couldn't really... It was just a load of gibberish going on in front of your eyes yeah. for a lot of times. And you were thinking, I don't I don't really know what's happening now. Okay, they're transforming, but I'm not really seeing I, I, them the, transform. The problem, I, the problem I've always had with Transformers is I <coughs> never fully get the head round why Megatron was a gun. Yeah. And so, it, yeah... I, yeah, the what sizes the, are ridiculous. Yeah. He, he was a cool toy, though. Yeah, because you, you had a cool Luger. But they had to write it into the storyline of why he was like that. Yeah, but then some of them. I, could, I never got. I, I never really delved too deep into the like the what do they call it mythology. The mythology of it. Well, it was completely bonkers. In um, it, they were great toys because you've got toy two toys in one. And who wouldn't love, like, a Luger handgun and then a real cool, funky-looking evil robot? Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. Trying to create a backstory for them is really... And then they're aliens. They're aliens that look like things... They're robot aliens that look like things from Earth. Yeah. And they can... Yeah. What? Imagine somebody giving you those bullet points going, just write a movie about that, will you? And you're like... But the movie was awesome. And when Optimus Prime died, I cried. It was like his leg had come off again. <laughs> you know, all over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a cool movie, man. Is that the one with Orson Welles? I think it is, yeah. yeah. I ain't seen that in ages. We'll put that on the list, Mark. Transformers the movie. It's a cracker. Movie. So, anyway. Yeah. What have you been watching this what week? What have I been watching this week? Uh... Did I mention Planet of the Apes last week? I don't think you did. Oh, I introduced my son to uh, the new Planet of the Apes films. Oh, wouldn't okay. go anywhere near the old ones. Wouldn't uh, even consider it. He wouldn't. Because he, know, yeah, he knows a twist. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pointless to him. In their 60s, isn't it? In their 60s. But it's, I, think, I still think the makeup holds up in the first film, the first two films mm. at least. It's it an iconic it, ending, isn't it? You can't... I mean, there's no... You, if you're into sci-fi and stuff like that, you've got to love well, that Well, the first ending. time I watched it, I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't know. I don't know that I did. And I must have watched it in the 80s. I'm not a big Charlton Heston fan. I know, he's a terrible actor. He's a gun-loving dickhead, is kind he of was. my take on it. 
Is he, what, is he not? Is he dead now? I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Ch- Charlton Heston. Hang on, when's he's it, a great when's actor. Alexa, is Charlton Heston alive? Charlton Heston died on the 5th of April 2008 in Beverly Hills, California, God, USA, at the age of 84 Shit. years. I bet he still had his gun in his hand. Probably. And someone came in and took it. Do you reckon a big ape came in and took it? I that would be a yeah that's how it should have played out uh, he, yeah I'm not a big fan of his politics but he, he's a compelling actor and that first Planet of the Apes was pretty cool I also like the TV series do you know what that was everywhere when I was a kid but they, did they only make like one season of it I think there were a few I think they did a few but shall I ask Alexa again okay Alexa how many seasons of Planet of the Apes TV show was there from cinemablend.com. The show lasted for eight seasons, jumping from NBC to CBS at one eight point, seasons. and then shifting from episodes to made-for-TV movies. Eight seasons? It was popular, man. I can't remember any episode. I used to watch it all the time. Oh, yeah, all kinds of shit used to why go can't, Why isn't that... Why can't you get older than that now? Surely it? you can't somewhere, can't you? You must. They must I mean, God, they made they made what somewhere. they made what six movies, and an eight season TV show. Yeah, it was popular. It was huge. You could get toys and everything. I mean, they before Star Wars. I suppose yeah. I Planet suppose. of the Apes it was, was the it was fucking thing, thing. Yeah, people love that. Um, I wish I had some of the toys. If you had some of them toys now packaged up, they were they were good. Is it the the original film wasn't even set on Earth? They changed the original book, sorry. Was there an original yeah, book? Yeah, Pierre Boulet. Oh, okay, I've never heard of him. You didn't know it was based on a novel? No, I didn't know. Well, it was based on a novel, and I think the Is he a French guy? Pierre Boulet. Sounds like a French guy, Mark. Sounds like a French guy, or Canadian. Is he Canadian? I don't know, he's probably French. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask Alex <laughs> Okay. Have you, have you read the book? No. God knows, it's probably in French. The book might be really good. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I would read the book. I would read the book. Oh, right, okay. I didn't um, know that. Did, is it, was it a series of books or just... I think it was just the one. I don't know. Some of the films... I cannot believe the TV show was on for eight seasons. That would have been that would have been 20-odd episodes a season back then as well. Yeah. But it's more than Battlestar Galactica. I remember watching it like on a Sunday afternoon, you know, like mid-afternoon before tea. Yeah. You know, before your dinner... You know, there'd always be some cheesy sci-fi thing. You had like Land of the Giants would be on, or Mission Impossible was a regular Channel Four yeah. kind of mid-afternoon Sunday mid-afternoon thing. Yeah, I could never get me ever Land of the What's going on, Land of the Giants? What was going on? They were small, normal people in a world of giants, man. Yeah, it, it was like a normal Earth. The Land of the Giants was just Earth. Or yeah, but they yeah, they, but they were they small like, people. They had like Chryslers and everything. Yeah, but they were small. <laughs> well, they just—I just thought, oh, they're just—they've been shrunk down. Well, maybe they are. Had they, or was it a different planet? I don't know. I never got to the end of the <laughs> time tunnel. That was another regular. They must have done shitloads of time tunnel because that was on loads. Forbidden Planet, no, not Forbidden Planet. Lost in Space. Lost in Space. You yeah. still had Robbie the robot. Was that—that yeah. that was that same robot, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. We've spiralled. Anyway, yeah, we what me and Alice watched the first two of the, of the new ones. So is that the James Franco? Yeah. Okay. 
The Tim Burton, he might have gotten right with the Tim Burton one. No, he watched a bit of that. It's okay. No, it is he dog like, shit. He didn't like Mark Wahlberg. Who don't I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I one thing I can't understand. I like I like him in comedy stuff. I like him in like the other guys with Will Ferrell. Yeah, but he's got Will Ferrell. He Will Ferrell did do the heavy. Yeah, lifting. he's doing all the heavy lifting. And he he was good in The Departed. Yeah, but it's from his house, isn't it? That's his hometown. <laughs> So, I'd so say you're a better actor. No, the thing is, I, I left the departed, but it's all these guys trying to put this Boston accent on. It really stands out once you hear them doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jack Nicholson and Ray Winston doing. Yeah, put the can of care pack. Yeah, okay. Is that a Boston accent? I have no idea, but yeah, put the can of care pack. I felt like I was watching the departed for a minute. There. <laughs> That's good. So. Okay, so how is how what did yeah, you Yeah, you really enjoyed him. We okay. watched the third one. The second one, the second I remember, one's... is Badass. Yeah. Is that Dawn? That's uh, Dawn of the planet. Yeah. yeah. So it's is it Rise, Rise Dawn, Dawn, War? War. War. Uh, it's a bit long, I think. But we ain't, we haven't got to that one yet. Okay. But it's two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, well, that's good that Gary, you like I, that. I was surprised that Gary Oldman didn't really do a lot in the, um, the middle one. The, the, oh, I can't remember now. Dawn. Is he in Dawn? Yeah. Gary Oldman? Yeah. Was he one of the apes? I don't no. remember him being in it. No. <laughs> he's, the, he's the guy who's in charge of the human thing on the other side of the bridge. Okay. Okay. So is he like the crazy leader? Well, no, he's not a crazy leader. He goes a bit crazy. He does get any crazy, yeah. But he's kind of got a point. Because it was, it was the apes that attacked them first. I can't really remember. I knew the second one was fun. In that, oh, it's it's like, Cobra goes mental. Oh, he's really... That's Toby yeah. Kebble, isn't it? Yeah. He's really cool. But the, remember that, what, but I don't I really know, remember like, the plot. What points. I did notice about watching it this time, especially in the second one, was how much Caesar looks like Andy Serkis. Or you see, you can see it in yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And the same with Cobra and Toby Kebble. You can, oh, he definitely looks like Toby Kebble. And, and like, now and again, you'll get a flash and think, fuck, that's yeah, Toby Kebble. Yeah, yeah. It's clever. It's yeah, really it's clever. clever. I do like him. And I like, in the second one, the poster was really cool as well. There's like a like an ape on a horse. Yeah. And so any time they're riding horses about is awesome. Mm. Yeah, but they're riding horses. When they go in slow, they're all right. And then they jump up on the back when they start galloping. That looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, come, yeah, un- yeah, they yeah. come unstuck big time. Did they know about reloading weapons? That's what the only thing I did ask. <laughs> I get well, Yeah, I guess so. Because he just, he just picks up a gun and starts shooting it and just wanders off. Yeah, you're like. Does he know about? Does he know about? He's got to put put those. That's yeah, you feel like magic. their uprising would be short lived if they yeah. only knew how to shoot guns. <laughs> and them. It's okay. We're gonna win. We know how to fire guns. That bit where he um, there's a bit in it where he's he gets caught by two humans snooping around and he starts acting like a like a yeah. He really starts cut out, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, that. and then he just gets a gun shoots off and him. shoots him. He's like Jesus. Yeah, he's good, cold blooded, and he looked. He really looks like Toby, T- Toby Kebble in the, that yeah. bit. That is really good. I can't, like I said, I can't remember the plot points, but I know I did really like the second one. The second one I really like. Yeah. Rise was a bit. It took his time a little bit. It suffered from. It was an origin story, mm-hmm. wasn't it? So it was good that it kind of told that because I don't think that that story had never been told before. Well, you say in that. all the in all the is guff. it one of the originals? Um, battle 
I think it might have been the last one. Maybe. Where it is about Caesar. Because okay. all the others are about Cornelius and somebody else. Ga- it was Galen one? Galen, Cornelius, I think. Is it Cornelius? Some of them were... Like, the first one I liked... Was it Beneath the Planet of the Apes? That's the second one. That's fucking awful. Doesn't that just end with them activating a nuclear bomb and destroying the planet? Yeah. That's terrible. And that one is awful. One, they escaped in a in a rocket, and then they go back in time. And then their child becomes... I quite like that they one. They swap their child with the, the one in the zoo. I kind of like that one, yeah. When they go back to, like, present day... Yeah. And it's two talking apes. Yeah. And it starts. It's almost a comedy, isn't it? To begin. Yeah. With. Then it starts. Like, and then it's like it's like no, we're going to have to kill them. Yeah. Because we know where it, we know is, where this is going. Yes. Yeah, these being here at this time. That was kind of cool. Which one was that? Oh, I think that's the third one, third or fourth. And that's Roddy McDowell in that one, isn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's in all of them. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he is. He was in the TV but show. I think because the, they have a child and they they think they've killed the child. But they haven't because she, she, they get put in a cage, don't they? She yeah, swaps yeah. it with a child, a chimp's baby. Well, still, she still, swaps it with a chimp's baby. That's not a zip. great solution, is it? Yeah, but the the, the yeah. intelligent ape survives. Oh yeah, great. So it's I'll, still, I'll, sac- I'll sacrifice this Dumbo so my smart child can survive. Well, it's, I don't know. Well, she, she was cornered. I still she like. She was mothered. She was cornered. Yeah, okay, I get it. It was a mother's well. <laughs> I I still love. Those early ones, the TV show I used to really love. Like the, they had great opening titles in Urko, like the general, the baddie general. Was he a gorilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was badass. That guy. I like Urko. Was it Urko? I can't. I cannot I remember Urko. anything about the TV show. Urko. I can't believe it disappeared from the zeitgeist completely. No, I'm not my zeitgeist. It's right up in my zeitgeist, Mark. I love Planet Eight. Eight seasons. That's incredible. Yeah. Go ape. Um, so, anyway. Anyway, that's that. Planet of the Apes Planet chat apes. over. Anyway, we're going to go from apes to bats. Yeah, bats. We're so. going to get dipped in guano. Bat shit. Um, yeah, so we should say, because it's my birthday, we kind of broke the format a little bit, and I had an extra choice. I know I made a pretty piss-poor choice last episode, but I had the choice this week, Mark. And I deliberately picked something that me and you hadn't seen. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, we're going to rip... This is brilliant. Well, I'll pick something that we're obviously going to rip the shit out of. And, and I kind of... I, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it, it too. Yeah. There's a couple of bits in it. Where I thought, this is awesome. <laughs> I don't know about awesome. Oh, some of it was good. Um, but do, Right, this film's bats. It was made in two... 1999. 1999. It went from script Bat. to screen in five months. Yeah, it's crazy. It still holds the record for the quickest production. And it, went, it made 30 million quid. Yeah, I've written that down. Do you know how much it cost to make? Five. Wait, I, I had 5.25 5. 5 million. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, five. That's incredible. I know. And I... It's not terrible either. No, it's not, not, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It's terrible. It's terrible, but, but it's not. It's watchable. It was, I was slightly disappointed it wasn't shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's like, God damn it, bats. How dare you be this good? You should be stupid. Do you know what? I, I, it was stupid. Oh, it was stupid, but it was. It could have done with a bit more tongue in cheek, I think. They took. They, apparently, they shot some comedy and then took it all out. I think they should have kept a bit in. And there was also, I think. 
I'm pretty sure the version we watched would have been the R-rated version. Ooh. But I think there was a PG-13 version released. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it made back... It more than made back its money in the first weekend of opening. And it went on to... It grossed over 30 million. Yeah. And it cost, what, just over five? That's and great. And people, you never... Have you ever really even heard of it never, before? Never heard of it. It's, yeah, you'll find it in the darkest depths on Amazon Prime. We have we did we unearth a gem? We might have unearthed a gem here, Mark. I, it's I, not a gem. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Casio watch with a with a battery still. Yeah. So okay, so episode podcast episode podcast podcast episode sixty six. Mark, this should What's be. What's wrong with you? Tonight? I do It's my birthday, Mark. I'm acting with. Well, doesn't brain cells don't fall outside of your head? They do when you drink alcohol on your oh. birthday. It's my birthday, Mark. I've drunk alcohol. Why are, you, why are we I'm here doing to drink this alcohol on my why birthday? Why are we in the pub celebrating your birthday? Why are we here doing this? This is a celebration. I love doing this. This is. I wouldn't want to be anywhere <laughs> else. I'm here with you. We're talking about fucking bats. What more could I possibly... Who's this film got in it? Okay, so... Uh, we should say so. Bats came out in 1999. It was directed by Louis Mornau, and it, uh, the cast. It's, it's what, actually, what else has Mornau done? I didn't know. I didn't research that. Oh, I, I did. Have has a look. he done other stuff? I did look, and it was. Oh God! It was like sequels to films you didn't even know had sequels. Okay. Like, I, I, I didn't write it down. Completely forgot. I'll okay. Look at the end. I feel a bit bad now. I feel like we've done a disservice because he didn't do. He didn't do a bad. No, he's a. He's a. He did a brilliant job with this with his budget mm-hmm. in what he made. And the he guy nicks, killed it. He nicked some stock footage from Iron Eagle. Oh yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like they've been yeah. tacked on. I like. I quite like the Iron Eagle. I didn't quite. Just, I didn't. There's an issue I had with the end, but we'll... we'll oh, yeah. Uh, massively. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should say, as much as a surprise as this film is, I'm still going to rip it, it and you it, it, was, it was. It was... It seemed to be made by people that cared. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It didn't just seem slapped together. Not really, no. They, I think, in like we've said, for that amount of money, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of money, but in film terms... That's a that's a pretty yeah. minuscule bu- budget. Yeah, and it looked great. If they made that today, made a film for five million quid and got thirty million quid for it, it'd be it'd be that'd be on a cult list somewhere. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe we've missed the boats or something. Maybe, but I, maybe. I've never heard of it before it was mentioned. I might have heard of it, but it never. I just not not really. I don't think I'd ever really. And I mean, 19, 1999 was a jam-packed year, wasn't it? When you think you had your Fight Club, mm. you had your Matrix, that 99 was a massive year. Yeah, I thought you were going to mention the other one then, but you weren't going to... What was the other one? Frank Menace. Was that 99? 99. Yeah, but that's, that was still a big... Mm. It was a big deal. I don't talk about Star Wars, Mike. So, I thought it was Fight Club, but anyway. I love Fight Club. <laughs> you don't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't. So, uh, the cast, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips... Who you'll remember from Young Guns. Yeah. It's great Chavez, the knife guy. Was he the knife guy? He was the well, knife he was guy. He was Native American. Was, was I, he? Be careful here. Yeah. I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're going to say. I, <laughs> Maybe we should look it up first. Yeah. Can you pause it a second later? St- I will stick my neck out and say I remember his character being mixed. I think he was part Indian and part Mexican. Part Native yeah. American. What did I say? Indian. Oh, shit! 
Cut that. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It was. Yeah. You know. How, yeah. So. Because when his name Chavez Chavez, I think so. Was okay. he in the second one? Yeah. I think, yeah. They I mean, even died in the first one. So I thought they all. Charlie Sheen gets it in the first one, and they, they all survive. And then the second one, when Kiefer Sutherland gets it at the end, you're like, oh no, they're really oh. Because he's the one you really, he's the one you like, isn't he? Mm. Is he Doc? Yeah. He's the he's the reasonable, responsible kind of trying to do the right thing guy, and then when he gets gunned down, you're like, <sighs> yeah, I don't care about the rest of them; they're all douches. I always thought Emilio Estevez was the wrong side of annoying in that film. Nah, I won't hear a bad word said against Emilio Estevez. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. I like it, I like I like him as a, an actor. But I just think he plays... In the second one, yeah. He's just just he's just annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bob, I make you famous. <sighs> yeah. Right, yeah but, oh. In the first one, he gets it right. Because you're still kind of with him in the first one. Yeah. As I remember it. I ain't seen these I films see in that. a long time. Yeah. But the second one, yeah, he's kind of... Jamie and Fortress, Betamax Dungeon. Right, are you ready for this? Okay. Okay. Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips is a Filipino American actor and film director. Okay. His breakthrough when he played Richie Valens. Valens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie Valens. La Bamba. La Bamba, yeah. So, who, so, what about the character he played in Young Guns? Oh, Chavez what, Chavez. Is it Chavez Chavez? I can't remember. Let's have a look. I th- I, I'm pretty sure he plays a Chavez mix- Chavez. Chavez. Chavez E. Chavez. Chavez E. Chavez. Chavez E. Chavez. He's a knife guy, isn't he? The knife thrower. Who's Chavez? Oh, you fucking hell. He's also in Renegades. That was another kind of off the back of Young Guns. Yeah. Kevin Sutherland and Lou Diamond Phillips are in. They were like mismatched cops in Renegades. I remember him in that. Hang on. Young Guns was released oh 1988 and uh, is that 90 90 1990 Young Guns 2 Jose Chavez Chavez Mexican American outlaw from he was a real person <laughs> look at him really <laughs> look at him in real life he doesn't like anything <laughs> like him <laughs> Jesus Christ he was a real guy oh, yeah well they all were he would be chuffed to have Lou Filipino American Lou Diamond Phillips play <laughs> he don't fucking look anything like him but he's wh- Lou Diamond Phillips is way handsome alright can't they who else is in bats more than that guy who else is in bats let's go through the cast we're just saying Lou Diamond Phillips what else was he in because there are actors in this who have been in shitloads of stuff like really what, Bob Gunton is it that guy He's been in everything. Yeah. Um, we'll get to him. So, can you think of any other Lou Diamond Phillips? Lou Diamond Phillips. Young Guns. Young Guns 2. Renegades. Renegades. Oh, that's another big one. Bats. That's another big one. Should we have a look at his IMBD? Yeah, okay. I should have done it before. I'm sorry. I thought sorry. you would be able to reel off loads of Lou Diamond Phillips. No, there was, there, there's, there's ones... Because he did start... Not going downhill, but... Well, when you think this was nine years after Young Guns 2... He, st- he was still looking good as well, wasn't he? He was still looking... He didn't look yeah. like he'd aged nine years. Well, he's only 60. He's only 10 years older than me, mate. 
He's 10 years older than you. Who's 61? Mate, we're old. We're, we're old. Sorry, who, what? You and Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Stand and deliver. Oh, yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah. Young Guns, Disorganised Crime, Renegades. Shadow of the Wolf. Mm, Extreme Justice. Mm. Courage and the Fire, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Uh, yeah. <coughs> was Meg Ryan in that? I think so. Uh, then it starts going down to stuff that's not even got a page on okay. media. All right, okay. So, he, so okay, so he plays Shev- Sheriff Emmett Kimsey. Emmett Kimsey. And he's a kind of cigar-chomping, cowboy-hat-wearing, good old boy sheriff with a heart of gold. He is. But he's dumb as fuck. He is a bit dopey. Yeah, he's never heard of fucking guano. <laughs> he lives uh, in the caves. Yeah. So, yeah, so Lou Diamond Phillips, he's a chef. Dina Meyer plays Dr. Sheila Casper, and she's a pouty zoologist. <sighs> yeah, when I saw her, I thought this is going to be terrible. Yeah, she's so pouty. She looks so annoyed all the time. She's in a strop. <sighs> she's like, <"Ugh." laughs> yeah. she's... She just goes on about bats oh, all God. the time. She's like, a rackle. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's like you're a good-looking lady. You know, you're intelligent. Imagine, imagine. Just stop me- fucking going on about bats. Imagine meeting her, meeting her at a bar. You're having a chat. Oh yeah, no, God, yeah. Do you know anything about bats? No, don't want to. Yeah. About horrible. No, you would make the, you would make <laughs> the mistake of being like, well, you're a nice-looking lady. You'd be like, <laughs> no, I, tell me about I, the bats. I don't know anything about bats, Doctor Casper. Oh my God. Yeah. What is her life? Is her life's passion? Yeah. She needs to get a life outside of bats. And I, I, I didn't write it down. <laughs> two blokes in a dungeon talking about the film from 1998. <laughs> we need to, she, she needs to get a life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's irony involved in that. I can see that irony. Um, so she, she is a bat obsessive and uh, yeah. And um, who's her mate? Well, I, we should say Dina Mayer was... Everyone will really know her from Starship Troopers. Yeah. And she was kind of pouty in that, but she had more curly hair in that. Yeah, she had curly and hair. And she more... Was she more... She was more of a redhead, wasn't she? Yeah. In, as I remember her, in Starship Troopers. Um, they, were she, all, they were all kind of bad actors in Starship Troopers. I think they were directed that way, mate. Deliberate. Yeah, deliberately. 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 Yeah, defibrillatively, they were all meant to be bad in Starship Troopers, but I mean, she's actually probably better. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, Casper Van Dien's way better than he was in. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he was. Was he in the Pact? Have you ever seen the Pact? Is that a werewolf film? No, not Pact. I know. Sorry, it's a, it's a, it's a really good like rug pull movie, but it, but it's a, it's a haunted house movie. Is is your is your setup? I'm sure he's in that, and he's he's killer in that. He's, he's really in good. Sleepy Hollow as well, isn't he? The Tim Burton one. Yeah, I can't I remember. Gets, him I think he gets sliced up by the headless horseman. I can't remember that. I kind of like that. I'm not a Tim Burton man, really, but I did. You know, I got me in the right mood. You yeah, got me in the right mood. Yeah, I, I did like Sleepy his, Hollow. For his whimsy. Yeah, I like Sleepy Hollow. So, Dina Meyer plays Sheila Casper. Bob Gunton. He's in everything. He he plays Doctor Alexander McCabe, oh, yeah. and it, which is basically <laughs> he, comes out, he might as well have a big ham sandwich on his face. 
Because he just chewed Pretty much it. a sweaty ham sandwich. Oh. Um, in his view, archetypal evil scientist guy. <laughs> I made like these, really, I uh, made these bats. Yeah, I made them. I control them. <laughs> I control these bats. They listen to me. They know what I'm thinking. Do I they? am the bat master. I think that's what he thought. So he, yeah. So he's Doctor Alexander McCabe. Do you want to have a go at some of the stuff you've seen him in? I bet my list is way more impressive. Okay, I don't know off the top of my head. Can you not even think of one other film? Yes, yeah, the one where he's a puppet. Oh, you know, Dead Silence. Dead Silence. I, yeah, yeah, that was the one that I could remember. Um, because that's once I see his face in Dead Silence, that's all I can see. He's creepy as hell in yeah. Dead Silence. Is, is that James Wan that did that? I think it might be. And it was it. I don't know. Was it lit? It may have been even written by Lee Wanow. I don't know that it was. It might have been. Just a completely James Wan. Yeah, I think it was James Wan. I know he directed it. I, lo- I love that film, actually. That don't get enough kudos. I like that. And he's good in it. Right, yeah, so when, anyway. when that twist comes at the end, they show you... Oh, yeah, it's creepy like, as hell. What the fuck? That's have been doing that the whole time. Apparently. <laughs> it's always, Wait, it's it's always a bit kid of clowns, isn't it? That kind of, like, I'm working a puppet. Yeah. Kind of. I, li- I do like that silence. I found it pretty creepy. So he has also been in. Prepare oh no, he's a he's a Shawshank bloke, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a governor. He's the evil governor in Shawshank. Uh, he was also in Glimmer Man. He was also in Broken Arrow. And he was also in Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. I'm pretty sure he was the baddie in that. Probably. He's generally always a baddie. He's a sweaty face baddie. Do you know? What? I can't remember anything about Ace Ventura too. That's the better one. Is that where he comes out of rhino? Yeah. It's hot in these rhinos. <laughs> and there's, he there's, gets that, there's like, that one little... <laughs> he's just sticking his tongue. But there's that one glimmer of light yeah. that he can see. And it's the rhino butthole. <laughs> he comes slopping out. The way he comes out of that yeah, asshole that is... is Jim Carrey at his best. That is funny. And it's true that that script for the first film went round to everybody and everyone went, that's rubbish. Nobody's ever going to make that. Well, and he made it and it made loads of money. In certain circles now, people, I don't know that I feel entirely this way, but in certain circles now, people find it problematic because there's that kind of anti-trans bit. Yeah. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel is Einhorn. Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Lois, your gun is digging into my hip. <laughs> yeah, anyway, problematic nowadays. The second one's way better. The second one's is way that better. Is to Africa? Yeah, it's way better. With uh, Shikaka. I, I still do. <laughs> I still do that. Um, him driving down a bumpy road when I got the kids in the car. I've done that. <laughs> I have done that. I've done that at work on the yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> That is funny. And I also sometimes do the uh, Dumb and Dumber one where he's going like that. And he goes, because it feels like you're running down the road at an incredible rate, Harry. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, Bob Gun- Gunton, he's, he is probably the biggest actor in this. Oh, yeah. Everyone will, I think everyone will recognise his face, but they'll be like... Where, what have I seen that yeah. guy in? Yeah. And you've seen him in everything. He's been in every TV show as well. Every TV show. He's always got work. He's probably a millionaire. 
He probably is. The guy is always working. So, right, here's the next mystery. Who is Leon? Did know, was he, was he a rapper? It, He's I just thought known I, by Leon. Yeah. And, is it, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, who the f- who is this guy? Right? So, I, I you know, I, I am BD'd it. He plays the comic relief, comic in quotation marks, relief character, Jimmy Sands. He just, he just whinges the whole entire time. Just, just leave, man. Just yeah. go. There's so many bits where I w- wanted him to die. You know, I can't believe he made it to the end of the. Yeah, beat. no, he needed to die. He, uh, you know, no, you know, no disrespect, but that his character. I thought needed. To I die. thought bats, black guy in the movie. He's not the main guy. He's dead. Well, yeah, yeah. But then there have been plenty of black characters in films where you're like, I don't want that guy to die. He's funny. Yeah, this in this one, you're like, <laughs> you're like this guy really isn't that funny. I kind of hope he gets killed by the bats. Is he a comedian? No, he is a prolific actor. Is he? He's probably been in more shit than Bob Gunton. I can't believe we've never heard of this guy. Okay, right. Go. So he was in Above the Rim. No, never seen it. Right, basketball film. I he imagine. was in the Madonna Like a Prayer video. I think he played the Black Jesus. Right. You remember the Madonna Like a Prayer video? Yeah. I think that was him, <laughs> Leon. Oh, um, God damn. He was also in Cool Runnings. Oh, yeah. And he was also in Cliffhanger. I can't remember anything about Cliffhanger. Well, he's got Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rooker, if I remember rightly. And who was Ed Lithgow is a really cool villain in Cliffhanger. I do like Lithgow. When he I like Lithgow. I do like villain, when he plays a villain. Oh, have you seen... You've seen Raising Cain. He's brilliant in that. He's <sighs> bad, but brilliant. So bad, he's brilliant. What else is uh, Leon been in? I don't know. That was all I wrote down. <laughs> he's been in everything. He has. He's, three he's still... I think he's been, like, Emmy-nominated, and he's got stuff... You look at his IDB page, he's still really active now. He's a producer now, and he's in loads of TV stuff. And he's all right in this. He ain't given a good script or anything. No. No, the script could have done a little bit of a point. But, but, script, but screen five months. You do think... How have I not... No, it's just not registered. But he's not been in the films that we've watched other than this. But it's weird as well for an actor to just go with a single name. Leon. And you're like, what? What? Time to think of another one, eh? Well, another actor with just a single name. Madonna. It's generally either a rapper who's yeah. gone into, or a, or a musician who's yeah, gone into yeah, yeah. acting. But from what I can make out, he's just always been an actor. Common. Yeah, but he was a rapper. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's a good actor as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I thought, hello, he's in, uh, what was it? Suicide Squad. You think, oh, he's going he's gonna to do work in this. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. in one scene I just go what was that about uh, it's good though that whole how they're all wiped out at the start of that is great is it the second one no no hang on is he he's in the first one who's he playing the first he's one he's the one he, get, he has a meeting with a joker and then Harley oh, Davidson okay. tries oh is that common him. yeah oh okay oh yeah and then he yeah and that the joker kills him like yeah. what? I don't understand why that what? What yeah, it was. Yeah, they, yeah, I, yeah. Let's not go down that. <laughs> right. Carl smoking aces is in as well. Okay. I've seen. I, I don't know, know why the concept that. 
Well, why are we talking about common? Because we're talking about... Oh, guys with one name. Game, yeah, guys with just one single name. And I mean, if you say Elvis, yeah, everyone knows who you're on about, don't you? If so you, you say Madonna... Leon. Yeah, if you say Leon, you're like, what? Who the fuck is... Yeah, but <laughs> he's huge, he's huge. Oh, fair play to him. So, okay, uh, Carlos Jacot plays uh, Dr. Toby Hodge. He's like the CDC stooge. He, he annoyed me. Well, he's t- t- terrible. He's been in loads of stuff as well. He has been in loads of stuff. I didn't write any of his shit down. He's not a big deal. Well, he's a well, big deal to one character in this, apparently, but not for any reason that we see on the screen. And Marcia Dangerfield plays the mayor, uh, Amanda Branson. And I didn't write his name down, but the other key character we should probably mention is the deputy, Deputy Wesley. I didn't write the ni- names guy, the, his name down. All right. Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon. Right, so, go on. Right, should we get into the plot then? Yeah, okay. So, we're in Gallup, Texas. Where? Gallup, Texas. And there's a young couple, they're out driving in their car, they pull over, and the guy puts his arm out the window, and something, something kind of flutters by his arm, and he's a little bit spooked. And then they basically get killed in a really badly edited bat attack. We get dragged through the windscreen. Yeah. How? Well those bats, they they're not fucking around. They really go out the car, they get in the windows. It's it sounds cool, but it's really badly edited. It's really that what were your, fast. What were your thoughts? Is there not a train going by or something? Yeah, the okay. train goes by yeah. to kind of muffle their screams, but no one would have heard them anyway. They're in the middle of nowhere. And what were you thinking when you first saw this scene? It was so badly edited. I was like, no, but then in in, but in another way, I was thinking, this is brilliant. It's going to be terrible. We're going to rip. That was a terrible scene, though. It's terrible. I don't know how they dragged that man. The I got to be honest with you. The first ten minutes were bad. Yeah, and I was thinking, this isn't even so bad that we can really take the mick out of it. This is just bad because you because then you basically got really quickly you've got. Bat expert, Sheila Casper, out in a cave. Uh, sidekick, Jimmy Sands. He's annoying immediately. He's pretty annoying immediately. He's like the tech guy who's always up on the surface. She goes down into caves. Helicopters arrive. The CDC turn up. And they're like, are you Dr. Casper? We need I you. don't know why they needed her. Well, it's, it's real kind of Jurassic Parky, isn't it? It's like we yeah. need you for we something. We need you. You've got the you've got the bloke that made the bats. But she was the leading bat expert <laughs> in the I world. Didn't she was a zoologist. <laughs> in I did, the world. I didn't write. I didn't write the word down, but there is a word for. Is it cartozoologist or I, don't know, I didn't write it down. I should have written it down. But she's a zoologist that specialises in bats. And I mean, the way that she is so 100% obsessed with bats, you would think she would be a full-on bat expert. But anyway, so... <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, anyways, <laughs> I'm splitting heads. So guys turn up in choppers, and they're like, you've got to stop what you're doing, Dr. Casper. We, got them. we need you. His little speech, that CDC guy, Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It was like he was, it's almost like he was reading that off a board behind the red. It was pretty bad. And she's going, why do you need me? And he's going, I'll tell you why. Bats. <laughs> it's 
bats. There's, a, there's been a viral outbreak. It's bats. And she's like, okay, I'm on board. So they get on the choppers, they fly, they land, and then you meet Sheriff Lou Diamond Phillips. He's cool as a cucumber. He's unconvincingly smoking a cigar. You did that at the beginning, didn't he? Yeah, well, there's a few other scenes, and you're thinking, like, I don't believe for a minute. He don't guy, look old enough to be smoking. He just doesn't look like a guy. Who's, I know he's probably forty at the time. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's thirty-eight. He's not. He, he doesn't. He should be smoking. No back. tobacco has passed that guy's lips before. No. He just has that face. There's no wrinkles on it. No. You know, he's not. He's he's not a cigar smoker. But anyway, he, they show up in this town. He's there, and it, the first ten. To 15 minutes. Well, don't they say there's been loads more attacks? It's not just this couple in this car. Well, it's really exposition heavy. And it's really that kind... You know that whole kind of like, show me, don't tell me? Yeah. For the first 10 minutes of this film are people just telling you. So it's like, okay, he this guy is a bad guy. He created them. Um, I'm from the CDC, the disease control. We know they got a virus that they can only pass on to other bats. It'll drive, you know, drive the other bats crazy. We've got the sheriff guy, and they're all chatting, and it's this exposition, you know, these bats are killing people. And that's all within, like, the first ten minutes. You're yeah. like, well, that's, you've given us the whole bloody thing there, really. And then they have, like, an agonising... It almost feels like a ten-minute bit where they're playing 20 questions with the creator, Dr. McCabe. Oh, and, and they're kind of, like, saying, so what do you know about these genetically altered bats that you've created that have escaped and he's like I can't tell you it's a That's secret classified. yeah so these bats that have escaped from your lab that are out killing people that we need you know anything we can possibly find out to stop them killing people and you can't tell us and he's like well what, let's have a game of 20 questions if you can guess what I might have done with these yeah, bats that painful that yeah, was painful and he's like He's like, no, I can't tell you, but yeah, you might. Oh, I think that was you've guessed right. Yes, I've made them more aggressive. I've made them omnivorous. I've made them more communal. They work together. These bats, you know. Yeah, I've ramped them up, but I can't tell you why or how. Or that's the first ten minutes. I was thinking, yeah, this is shit. (laughs) <laughs> it was shit yeah it's it it pretty shit. bad so uh, so then we and I'm just checking on my notes so so Dr. Casper initially is like I love bats they, bats wouldn't do this you know you've done something to the bats I could never kill a bat because I just love bats she could never kill a bat oh, I could never I don't think I could ever kill a bat they're just you know what you've they don't eat people they don't hurt people what you've done is wrong I'll help you locate them but you know I, don't, I can't hurt bats. So they have the bright idea of... Yeah. You know, a rough idea of where the roost might be. And they go out with nets. Nets to hang up in trees. And... Well, they, they don't realise they're big bats. Well, they must, well, they must know how big they are because there's a bite radius on the victims. Oh, yeah, there's that early autopsy scene, yeah. which isn't too bad. It's clearly a rip-off of Jaws. Yeah. But it's not too bad. In he do, the corpse does look pretty. Ugh, he's been proper mullered by bats, so that bit ain't too bad. That was the best bit in the first fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah. Was that autopsy bit? So they're out laying out these bats in nets. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, to catch the bats, aren't you? 
Um, <laughs> Dr. Casper is that uh, her and Jimmy Sands they've got kind of they've got scientific equipment that can kind of track them or give it can give it's a bit like the thing where it can give a projection of how the virus will spread through, through the bat colony yeah and they work out that like within six months all of North America is going to be taken over by these bad bats so her and Lou Diamond Phillips, they're out on like, it's quite, it looks quite a good scene. They're out on like that river bridge. Yeah. And they're setting up the equipment. And all of a sudden, she's, whether, I'm not quite sure what the equipment is, but she's like, Ugh, there's too many of them. They're coming. We need to get out of here. Oh, yeah. So they, so they take off. <laughs> they're all stuck to the van. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think the I didn't think the swarm about is it a swarm or you know the, well, what's the collective it, noun for bats? Let's just call it a swarm. It's easier. Shitload of bats. A shitload. Yeah, that'll do it. I didn't think the CGI looked that bad for nineteen ninety nine. No. To be honest, it, it, it didn't, didn't look too bad. Too bad. I thought it was going to look shit, and it didn't. It was okay. So they run away, get into a car. To be honest with you, I thought we were going to be in Lake Placid versus Giant Python territory. That's yeah. what I thought we were getting into, but it wasn't quite as bad. No, not at all. No, it was fine. It It's a weird film because on the one hand, it does feel very 1999. Yeah. But then on the other hand, it could have been 10 years older. Yeah. And if it had have been 10 years older, you'd be like, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. Well, they would have wrapped the cheese up. The, they would have what? They would have wrapped the cheesiness of it up if it was Yeah. Years I think they would have maybe... If they'd worked on the script, I think the, if they've actually put funny jokes in, if, mm. the, if the comic relief character had actually been funny, yeah. it might have worked a little bit Well, better. apparently they did, but they took it all out. It didn't work. Yeah. It definitely didn't work. Because what, took what out? The comic, they wrote comic, there was comedy jokes in that, in it. Okay. They made it a bit more tongue-in-cheek. They should have done it. It was going to be a bit more gory as well. If they'd gone with that hard R, or not well, an R rating, and I'm not sure what version we watched. Was that, an, was that R rated, do you think? I don't know. It's a bit... You can't, it's, you can't tell. He's 20 years old. You can't tell, really, now, can yeah, you? Yeah, I don't really remember any swearing in it. There's no real bad swears. No. There's no outrageous gore. There's no. There's a bit when the, the, when the town attack happens. There's a little bit going on there. That bit is fucking we'll get, Let's just get that to that. Okay, so they're being attacked in the car at the moment. So yeah. we got the sheriff in Dr. Casper. <laughs> at... <laughs> this, I must be honest, this was the bit where I was thinking, actually, this isn't too bad. I mean, it was stupid. <laughs> but they, why didn't the bats just go through the window? Did they, did they go through the window? They did in the, the first yeah. kill. They end up going through the window. In this one, it's just funny how they're reacting as well. And there's one bit where Dr. Casper is saying, they're trying to get into the engine. Yeah, what are those kind of exhaust yeah. pipes? Yeah, like, how? But you, and you kind of think like, well, how do you, wait, well, how do you know that? Well, do you? initially, here's the thing. Initially, you're thinking... If they get into the engine, so what? But then you see one pull a bloody spark plug out of the engine. You think, shit, they're no mechanics. You actually see one pull a spark plug I saw, out. I thought I saw one go at the tailpipe. They do. One is coming in. What is that hole that she's got in the footwell that one is coming in? Is that like an air vent or something on a Jeep? No. But there's like a little no, hole. The Jeeps go through water now, don't they? They'd be... I, I wasn't sure what that was, but there is literally a little pipe in her footwell, and you see his little head. 
it's like a little animatronic bat head. It reminds me a little bit. Uh, can you remember the bold ghoulie? <laughs> they look. The bats look a little bold bit. Bold green ghoulie. At, at ghoulies. Yeah. They do look a little bit like that ghoulie. And she's like stamping on it. And then she's put the fag lighter in. She's pushed that in. And she's burning them with that. <laughs> and then, just, I'd never heard of that. Oh yeah, she's hurting them. Oh, it's going to take her long. She's kicking the shit out of them. Yeah, and one of them manages to get in. And this bit's really stupid because it's flying around inside the car, attacking her. And then Lou Diamond Phillips just say, chuck it, chuck it in the window. <laughs> and, she, in the window. and she sort of chucks it away and he shoots it, but smashes out the window. Yeah, I don't understand what you were thinking. Yeah. Meanwhile, Deputy Wesley and Leon, they've shown up in like another cop, cop car. And they can see the bats are completely covered. They're covered. They are completely that covered. That poor special effects guy that had to film. Yeah, <laughs> there is a shitload of bats all over this car. And they're like, what are we going to do? And Leon, Leon says, well, just shoot in the air, scatter the bats. And he put... put puts his arm out the window with a gun and it's really cool shot. All the bats in unison, in unison, all just stop and look at him and they've all got green eyes all of a sudden. <laughs> and I mean, it's ridiculous, but that bit was kind of cool. It's like, whoa, these bats are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> these bats are fucking around. And then they just fly at the guy and then they just take off and disappear. Yeah. They just disappear into the night. And... They discover that one bat has somehow got trapped under the car. There's one alive trapped under the tyre. So they get him in a cage. That's right. And then Bob Gunter turns Bob Gunton turns up, Dr. McCabe. He shows up with a CDC guy, Hodges. And he's like, that's brilliant. Let me have that bat. No, 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 you can't have that bat. We need this bat to find the other, find where they're roosting. Yeah. So we'll let it go. But it seems like a good plan. Yeah, but they fit it with a tracker. Yeah. You fit it with a tracker. It's a good, it's a great plan. Yeah. It doesn't work, it doesn't go well. No, because there's two bats. There's two, so the, yeah, the, the, the two original bats. Super bats, they are. The super bats. (laughs) They're right pair. They they look a bit like the the (laughs) goonie. They're right pair of hands. Excuse yeah, my French. Yeah. Wow, that's a terrible swear, Mark. I think you might need to put two in for that. Um, yeah, they... I was so thinking, i got to be honest, I was thinking, hold on, what, what's going on here? Because <laughs> just like, what? There's two... They are bats. big as well. <laughs> there's two banks of bats. Yeah. They <laughs> sw- split in half. Yeah, they just... <laughs> yeah. It's just this poor bat goes... Oh, I'm off now. I'm going back yeah, to the I'm go, Yeah, I'm going away. <laughs> it's it's just, I'm going home. They absolutely annihilated in about a second. Yeah. He goes, yeah, you can study it now. Yeah, you take it home now. <laughs> you can take it home now. And they, they are they are big as well, the, the other two. Yeah. And he never... They're about to see it, but the thing is, they're about the size of a cat with wings. They're, oh, not, they're bigger than that. They're, they're not bigger than that. They're bigger than a cat. No, they're about a cat size. I don't know, they're pretty big. They're pretty, That's yeah, pretty I mean, big they're vicious, but they're, but they're super intelligent. Well, they know how to turn engines off. They had to what? They know how to turn engines they off. Are, they are proper, yeah. Pull what, out was spark he do- what was he doing to them? You never really find out, but he's obviously been doing, you know, mad scientist, gen- gene splicing, genetic alterations, 
you know, bad, you know, all the bad stuff that mad scientists do. So the CDC guy, well, all of them really are like thinking, shit, what are we going to do now? You know, our tracker, that ploy hasn't worked. What are we going to do? The CDC guy says, right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to quarantine the town. We're going to evacuate. <laughs> and Jimmy Sands has been on his computer and he comes back and he says, I've looked at the data. I have no idea what data or where he's getting it from. I was thinking that. What data? I've looked at the data and it looks like the bats, the roost, is slowly been moving towards the town. How did uh, he get that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know. data did he have? I don't know. It's just science, Mark. I don't know. So we go. Then we kind of go to the town, and we can kind of see there's a there's like a lady out in a garden hanging up washing, and she's got a baby in the crib, mm. which you never know. I think, <coughs> I think that bat has that baby. Did we never? Did you see I it think creep, it does. <laughs> you see it creeping up on it, and then yeah. you don't see it again. Yeah, I, does I it know. Go back to that scene. I know. I think the bat has it. Maybe they cut that bit. Maybe. You, can, you really see a bat having a baby away. That's pretty. That's pretty dark. But there's a there's yeah, a bar. Thing, thing is, why? Why what? Well, what was the bat's intention? What were the bats doing? To, they just wanted to kill Mark. They were just. I don't know. They were genetically altered mad bats. <laughs> Let's get to the tame bit. That's <laughs> awesome. It's yeah. mental. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. you can tell where all the budget went. Oh, that bit's brilliant. It I, goes on for quite a long time. Quarter of yeah. an hour? Yeah, it's good. This film, there were loads of bits within this film where I was thinking, wow, that's brilliant. What a great ending. Hang on. There's, no, no, it's only an hour yeah, in. Hang on. <laughs> hang on, there's another 40 minutes to go. And then you get to another bit and you're thinking like, this is brilliant, this is an ending. No, hang on. Yeah, yeah. What, oh, what's what's going to happen? There is about yeah, five endings yeah. and you're like, oh. And it, I did, like I said, I didn't hate it, but there are too many bloody endings. The bats attack, attack the town. Bat attack on the town. Yeah, and then people go out. So they, but they've already told them to stay inside. Oh, yeah, they didn't give a and shit. And then they went, ah, fuck that. Yeah, they're Texans. <laughs> they're Texans. <laughs> they're Texans. They're gonna they're gonna they're they don't believe in giant killer uh, bats. Well, you see what happens when the, the CDC tell people to stay inside in Texas in real life now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, did that not cross your mind? Yeah, it did cross my mind. <laughs> yes, it did. You kind of think, that is actually that pretty is, accurate. That is, that, yeah. Before, yeah. Th- before five years ago, you'd gone, that's mental. If they get told to stay inside, yeah, that's Of course people would. There's a pandemic. Yeah. There's something going on. <laughs> you need to stay on, in, in your home and put a fucking mask on. Nope, we're Texans. Yeah. Like, we don't well, give a fuck about that. Yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're disparaging Texans here, Mark. They, that, yeah. We've got no listeners in Texas. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> so... We're, so we do get that scene in the bar as well, which really made me laugh. Where the the bar owner goes out the back and he gets killed in a, another badly edited choppy mm. bat attack. But then the guy in the bar is just sat eating his dinner, and that bat slowly <laughs> crawls along yeah, the counter. I was just like, what's going on here? Well, the bat is creeping up. Well, on not him. once did that guy look round. No, it's a bit weird. It's literally next to him, crawling along. He's like, he doesn't even look up. I mean, it's 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 big. It's a big bat. It's a big bat. But I did like the bit when it is fully attacking him, and he's he's on the bar, and the the bat doesn't look that bad. It's flapping about. It doesn't look too bad. 
and you see that shot of the kid in the background just on the arcade machine yeah. and he's just oblivious to it and it, it is I, I, I don't know I kind of like that bit so the, the bats lay, they really lay waste to the town oh they smash it up and I gotta say for a bat attack movie there are way more explosions in this film than I yeah, thought there would be there were loads of explosions <laughs> in this film. It's brilliant. Didn't the cinema blow up or something? Cinema blows up. They take down like power lines. There's loads of sparks flying. Yeah. Cars exploding. <laughs> the cinema. The cinema. What is it? The box office. That woman locks herself. Well, yeah. That that's Doctor Casper. She hides. Is that her? Effort. Yeah, that's Doctor Casper. But she was in the shop at the same time. Well, no. She has that bit in the shop where she gets in. Tries to secure it, but she's seen it a couple of times. Because another point, I thought she was under the car with Lou Diamond Phillips. No, 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 she was never. He's he was, a he's a crack shot under that car. He with his hand. Why did you shot about like Why did you think back. he was safe under the car? It does seem a dumb idea. You go inside. Yeah, I, it was desperate. I don't know. It was. And then mate comes out and just drives off. Yeah. <laughs> wait, sir. Wait, 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 sir, sir. Yeah. <laughs> just like led, yeah. just led in the road, looking up. That bit's great. In uh, Deputy Wesley, he is he's trying to escape the bats. He runs through a glass plated door yeah. into a bar, and he get he gets it pretty bad. I mean, they all he yeah, they, gets they, they, full he on gets swarmed, covered, back. swarmed Yeah, on. I liked it. I you can't even see it. No, this yeah, no, he's, he's got. He is covered in bats. It, it, it's funny. It reminds me a bit of like when we were talking about gremlins when the Santa is all yeah. covered in them. Yeah, it's almost that like green that. stuff. Yeah, what's he? What's all that stuff over him? It's bats. So <laughs> next morning, no, no, what? no, 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 no. We've what? forgotten the CDC guy getting it. Oh yeah, the CDC. The guy. CDC guy. Oh, this bit. This this bit. Did, <laughs> I'm like, did one bat kill him? I think it was two. But I'd fancy I'd fancy my chances against those two bats on my own. Yeah. <laughs> he just runs out yeah. and dies. Well, well like, it, I I fancy I, me and them two bats that sort as big as they were and as angry as they were. I'd fancy my chances. I would have put. I would have maybe put up slightly more of a fight. But you know, here's the thing that's stuck in my mind after watching this scene is he turns up and he recruits. Dr. Casper, Dina yeah. Meyer, they don't really have many lines. No. And then this happens. Dr. Casper is being attacked by bats. Yeah. And there you are, there is a bit where you're thinking, shit, is she going to get it? Yeah. She is being attacked. And he's in it's safety, he's indoors. And he looks out and he's like, oh no, no, I've got, I, oh, I've got to save her. So he runs out, he shouts her name, the bats weirdly leave her alone and then attack and kill him immediately and as it's happening Dina Meyer is like going no and you're like you didn't help him you already met well you already met him the you other day you know, he was about 12 yards up the road yeah I yeah. It's just like don't just fucking sit there help him yeah she could have helped him and then after he's dead next morning they just leave him there well she's got that bat necklace because she's so fucking obsessed <laughs> with bats bat she's got that Chinese bat symbol necklace thing and she puts it in his dead hand and you're kind of oh. like you've kn- you knew him for a day <laughs> you... he said two words to you 
I mean, all right, he did one, try of, his, one of them was bats. He did <laughs> most of the words were bats, bats, Sheila, bats. I mean, he did run out and try and save her, but again, that don't really make a lot. Why did? Why was he so connected to her? That is like oh, this like woman I met the other day. She's going to get well, killed yeah. by bats, just it's, like all these other twenty people. I asked. It's my fault. She's here because I asked her. Well, they would, uh, maybe that was that. Element. But I, I, he went down with. I reckon I could have taken them two bats out, Jamie. That's all I'm saying. I would have put up more of a fight than him. I think one of them just to bite his neck. Yeah, because it just goes on the floor. Yeah. It's like it's like cats with wings. You'd fancy yourself against a Jack Russell, wouldn't you? That's not a cat. I mean, what, a ferocious yeah, cat but It wasn't a lynx, was it? It was a big tomcat, even. That'd be terrifying. What, a lynx? A lynx with wings. It would swoop in on you. Well, big, that would be pretty... Yeah. Big paddy feet. What? What, with claws? they got funny feet, and they? Lynxes. They've still got claws. Or am I thinking of bobcats? I can't remember. Okay, a cougar. <laughs> a cougar. A cougar. Just a wild cat. A wild cat with wings. Would be... That would be hard... That would be hard to fight off, I think. A cougar a, with wings. A feral cat with wings. But you fancy... A would be really hard to fight well, yeah, off. Yeah, a cougar. But a, a fucking tomcat, a house cat... You, even a Maine Coon you'd fancy your chances against. Well, I don't, well, you would, Mark. I don't know that I would. So the next morning, the town is carnage. Well, it's got, you might as well just set fire to it. Well, all the buildings just, are wrecked. <laughs> the like power lines it. are down. <laughs> there's fires. There's burnt out cars. I mean, these bats have really caused some trouble in this town. I mean, they weren't mucking around. No, they weren't mucking around. Loads of people are dead. And the military arrive. And then we get to the, the kind of... Uh, this is escalating now, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, the, the town is carnage. And you get that scene where you've got Dr. McCabe, who's kind of like the mad scientist. You've got Dina Meyer. You've got Dr. Casimir, who's like a good scientist. You've got a sheriff. And you've got a comedy guy. And four of them are just kicking about in the street. And it's all wrecked. And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, okay, this is what's happening. The military are going to bomb every cave system. They're literally going to drop an atomic bomb on every cave system, cavern system we've got in a... Five-mile area. Yeah, right. in a mass... Well, maybe even bigger than that. They are, they are going to decimate the area. We've got 48 hours, 48 mm. hours to stay in town, find the bats. Why have they got 48 hours? Because that's how long they got until they, the military... Yeah, but why didn't the military do it straight away? Well, because they're going to give them 48 hours to try and do it in a way that doesn't require an oh, atomic right. bomb. I don't know this is an atomic bomb, but they're going to yeah, drop some serious ordnance on it. Yeah. Blanket it. So it's like, okay, you, you like, guys are the experts. It'd be like Dresden, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is pretty much a bomb, which nobody goes on about. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you've yeah, this is <laughs> you bring up Dresden. I'm like talking it. about bats, but but yeah, it's a they're gonna drop a big ass Moab on the on the caverns. What's a Moab? Mother of all bombs. Oh, right, right, So sorry, that's, that's quite right. So they got forty eight hours. We got forty hours. So they're like, okay, this is what we're gonna. The town has been evacuated now, so it's just those four on their own. We're gonna go to the high school. And we're going to set up a, a headquarters. Yeah. 
and we're going to plan what we're going to do. Yeah, so they, they have a, an 18 montage. It is a pro- <laughs> I wrote that down, Mark. You took it right. I did 18 style montage of them tooling up the school. Yeah. And they've they've rigged up like chain link fences over Everywhere. all the windows. Yeah. And they've electric. You can see them like hooking up batteries and stuff like that. And the military. Well, they, no, they come up with the idea, don't they? When they're kind of in the HQ and they're thinking about it, they come up with the idea of, like, I think the best way to kill them is freeze them. Yeah. Or freeze the bats. Because if they drop below a certain temperature, they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Or they, they hibernate. How are we going to do that in the middle of a heat wave in the Texas desert? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get refrigeration units. Oh, no, that was terrible. Yeah, well, this is what we do. We get these massive fridge units, drop them down into the cavern, freeze them. But they don't know where the cavern is yet. No. But then, but she does say we've got satellite imagery working on it. Ah, right. To find yeah. the bats. Yeah. And yeah, you know, Mark, science, yeah. science. My brain might. And that, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 boy, yeah. That, there was about ten minutes where they were in the school and they were just talking. Science. They were just yeah. talking. And they were about like, free on gas. We've got a better plan. We're going to freeze them with free on gas. The ministry. Well, he, goes, he, goes, he says to his. Um, she says to his assistant. Yeah, go and make. He just makes a call and then says, "Yeah, we got all that stuff." Yeah. Well, at the Where end, did you phone so you could get all that stuff. In the end, Lou Diamond Phillips does just seem to be coming back in the room every five minutes, going, "I've just spoken to the military guys. That's fine. They're going to do that. <laughs> There's no problem at all. They've got that. Yeah, yeah we got all that. It's like, where are they getting all this stuff from? So then we kind of have like the military setting up the plan. Have they find the cave though. Yeah, because they, they get this satellite imagery back, and they're like, "We know, we know where it is." They're in a mine, aren't they? And he's, yeah, he is. This is the bit where Lou Diamond Phillips is like, kind of saying, uh, "I know where it is." It's called Black Rock Mines. Black Rock. Mines. I know where it is. I know exactly where this is. It's Black Rock Mines. Yeah. So the so the army have gone there. And they're going to set up the refrigeration units or the Freon gas. They've got a device. They're going to drop into the mines. <laughs> got a device. And then a guy, a guy that we haven't seen in the film at all, at, at any point, he's there with a military like colonel, the general in charge. And he's like, ah, we're not going to wait until morning when they're all asleep. We're going to go into night because we're the military and it was us that created them. We started these crazy genetically altered bats. It was us all along. We're going to go in there tonight and we're going to wipe them out. And the, the, the general guy's like, Meh, maybe we should... <laughs> maybe we should wait till morning. Why don't we listen to the experts and just go in when they're sleeping? And the, and the mystery government guy is like, this was our... We created this. They, they, they were going to be a weapon. We were making a weapon. Oh, we missed and, the exposition again. And now we're going to go in and sorry. He, he hadn't been in the film at all, and you never see him again. He just turns up to say, yeah, yeah, it was the military. <laughs> so, and then we, we do kind of see one of them get attacked as they're setting up. We do kind of see one military see guy. see one military guy getting attacked. Yeah, by like the ghoulie bat. Uh, go, like, yeah. Yeah, the bold bat. The cat bat. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the bold cat bat. He's a, it was real frowny, yeah, frowny no, bat. Not, happy, yeah. not a happy bat. Yeah. You don't Mis- think of any bats <laughs> having expressions. Miserable. Yeah, you don't really, <laughs> Is he a happy bat or a sad bat? Oh, he's an, he's an angry bat. Oh. I, I, I've never been able to determine that of a bat. 
Turn that frying upside down. Yeah, well, angry bastard. He is proper mm, bastard. <laughs> miserable. Uh, in back at so back at the high school where they've set up the, the HQ, they're having a conversation about guano. Oh. And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, guano. What's, What's that? Guano? And Doctor Casper is like, it's batshit. Mm. <sighs> There's a lot of money in guano. Apparently, yes. Yeah. Has it got to be the right guano though? It needs to be sp- rich in ammonia. It's good fertiliser, I think. Is it fertiliser they use it for? I think so. I sometimes harbour an illogical dream of owning a guana farm. Oh, that and being a beekeeper. Retiring and being a beekeeper. Just It's never going to happen. I'm never going to be a beekeeper. I'm never going to have a guano farm. But, I don't know. What's a fucking guano farm? A what, farm just, of that's guano? That's just a cave with bats in it, isn't it? Yeah, I guess you need bats. You've got to, of course, you, where else are you going to get? You harvest the guano. You're harvesting the. There's big money in yeah, but, shit, man. Yeah, but, yeah, but you've got to have so much of it. They yeah, they, they fill caves up. So oh, the yeah. reason they move caves is because they fill well, the that, shit. Well, as we in this film, because of the guano shit, they have to wear suits. Oh my god! Like almost kind Let's of. Let's not jump ahead. Well, we're not. We're not really. We're jumping. still at school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So. They're at the school, and we've noticed throughout that Dr. McCabe, he's going more and more mad scientist. He's getting very sweaty. Yeah. Every time you see him, he's got a sweat on. And he's, he's, you know, he's making weird clandestine phone calls, and he's not really mixing in with a group. No, no, He's no, not he's... really fitting in with them. He's just, he's hanging out on his own. He's sweating. One of these kids is not like the others. Yeah, he's, he stands out. And he ends up he ends up going a bit doolally, really. A bit. Well, he goes the full crazy. When he go, he starts. Well, I, I must have dozed off at this point, Jamie. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember how the bats got to the school. Why the bats come to the school? Well, he's saying to him, ah, "Of course they're here. Of course, yeah. I've made. I them control them. them. I made them." Is that was, was he on the phone to him? Yeah, he, had, he did have an electronic device. And he's like, they're like, what's this? And it's like, oh, I've called them. I control them. They've come here. And they're like, what? Why? And he's like, it's time to end all this. And he gets a gun out. And he's like, he tells them what we already know, which is like, they were a weapons experiment. Yeah, because mate, the boy we'd never seen before just told us. He just told us. Yeah, a guy who hadn't been in the film before. But he, but... Bob Gunton tells the main, our main characters. Why didn't they just leave that other scene out and just have Bob Gunton tell us that? Yeah, I know, I don't know. It was a bit of a duff move. I agree with you. And they're all like, you bastard. And he's like, yeah. You what? I, you bastard. And he's like, yeah, I've caught, I've caught them here. They're, they're, I control them, my bats. I made them. They're the best weapon ever. He was one step away from going, Whoa. Yeah. And he's like, he said, I made them to be clever. They're the, they're the best weapon and Lou Diamond Phillips kind of says like, "Well, why, why have you brought them here? Why did you what? What they're gonna? You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna decimate the country." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be great." It is well. And Lou Diamond, so Lou Diamond Phillips like punches him out. Yeah, he knocks him out. Pretty cool. Well, yeah, he punches him, and the bats attack, and this goes on for a bit. They're super clever. They take out the power. So none of the electrified fences work, 
and they start they start making their way in they start trying in. to bite their way through the metal fence any opening at all I mean they are super smart if they weren't so fucking big they'd have just got through the fence anyway yeah so it's, yeah. so it's right for being so fat well they're varying they're varying well, sizes because some do get in because they're different in. they're all different types of bat at this point the, the two lead bats have yeah been recruiting they've been on a they've yeah, been on yeah. a recruitment drive yeah and they've got all different types of bats well it's it, to begin with it's like a virus isn't it so yeah. all, the other bats are just being infected by their virus this a, this little, all, little pippa straw little fruit bat coming through yeah pippa, you just pippa step yeah. on the fucking thing I'm a you? big fan of the horseshoe bat <laughs> the horseshoe bat you've just got tennis whackers you've gone mental I actually do really like bats and I can remember times where I used to grow up in Sutton Benger. We're not too far from the River Avon, the muddy banks of the Avon. And of a summer evening... Yeah, you can, I like to see them when you see them flitting about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I, I do like seeing bats. They are like a fascinating... We get them down here. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, certain time of year when Go the ahead. insects are kind of low over the river and that, and you've got loads of insects, they do come down. They don't move like... Birds, do they? No, They've no. got a weird way of kind of fluttering about. Yeah, you might think, oh, there's a swallow, because they just change direction. Yeah. Like a, like a, a swallow or a swift. Yeah. But they're, yeah, they're, doing, they're doing it slower about. and weirder. Yeah. And you, then you catch, like, the shape of their wings. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, wow, that's a... I love them. I love a bat sighting, Mark. I do like bats. They're not very terrifying, though. I'm not scared. Here, I got, I, here's the thing, right? I was having a conversation with my son when we were driving back from holiday and I mentioned to him about vampire bats. Right. Did, did I tell you this before? No, I didn't so. And he goes, what do you mean vampire bats? <laughs> I said, vampire bats? I said, they're a real thing. Yeah, they're big. I said, they're not very big. Well, vampire bats? No, they're little things. Are they? Yeah. I said to him, they're... but do they eat, don't they suck on cows? No, you're thinking of a chupacapra. Or is that a night jar? You get a night jar. You get a, a, there are birds that will go and suck on a cat. Yeah, they'll, they'll get a, a, a vampire bat will just like sit on a horse's leg and okay. then just cut it and then drink the blood. Okay. That's obviously part of the vampire legend. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what. I guess that's why they're called vampire bats. They're called vampire. He didn't believe me that there was a thing called vampire bats. He thought they were Ooh. purely fictional. Ooh. He is only fifteen. You should have made a bet with him. I did. <laughs> How much did you win? <laughs> you ain't gonna win it. It's twenty I, quid. That you if can I, if I give him a fiver, yeah, don't give it to me. I'm not as well just hand myself a fiver. But this went on for about this went on for about twenty minutes. I made him Google it, and he was going, "Ah, oh. <laughs> still wouldn't have it." I bet that blew his oh, his yeah, mind blowing. There are actual vampire bands. Shut up, there's no such thing as vampire bats. No, they're, no, they're, there is. They're made up for films now. No, no, no. no, why do you... I said, I'm 50, you're 15. Yeah. Why do you think you know? And I don't. Of course there are. If I say there are, there are. Get on Wikipedia, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I bet he felt pretty young when he yeah. realised. So, so, we're at the bit of the school. Feels like the finale... The bats are attacking. I thought this was the end. Yeah. Yeah, should, yeah, maybe should have been. Jimmy, Jimmy Sands, he's rigged up like a flamethrower. Oh, and i got to be honest with you. I thought he was dead here. I so wanted him to die. Well, like, it was all set up for him to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my, my lens fell out. 
Oh no, my one eye has gone blurry. I don't know where it is. Oh no. Oh, right. Right, hang on. Oh, my <laughs> one eye's gone blurry. I need to get some, I need to get some glue. So, <laughs> so he'd, re- he'd rigged up a flamethrower and um, as much as I love aliens and as much as I love... I always think of aliens at this yeah, point. And, and as much as I love... Uh, what's that actor's name? Who plays Hudson? Oh, Paxton. Obviously. Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton. But I've got to be honest with you, I watch Aliens now. His character is kind of great on me a little bit. When he's going out in a blaze of glory mm. with the Aliens... That's kind of is lit. You want some? You want some? Yeah, you want some? Yeah, fuck you! Yeah, you want some too? Yeah, die, die, burn you bat bastards! That's kind of how Leon is going at it. Yeah, and you're thinking this is great as he long as die. you die. Yeah, then he doesn't. And he doesn't die. Big fucking so letdown. That was a fumble. He needed to die then when he was. Yeah, you bat, burn, yeah, burn well, you bastards! All while this is going on, Lou Diamond Phillips is. Fighting to get the generator. Fucking around and with the generator. Just, you just see him yanking this. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Oh, the better adjust it. No, oh, shit. It's the fuel again. Oh, I better. Oh, the fuel pipe. Ben. I'll just turn that on. Yeah. And then he does finally fire it up in all the electric fences, the chain link yeah, fences. Back on. And that's pretty spectacular. Again, it's another amazing yeah. explosion. So every bat on the fences. That must gets... be a pretty cheap special effect. Look good. All those sparks flying out the windows. They use it loads of times. It, look, it looks great on screen. What, sparks flying. You can like make that. all that happen for 20 quid. Well, that's all that flat in every seat. It's it. back seat. Yeah. You don't. You, you really <laughs> don't expect it in a bat movie. No. The amount of flying sparks and explosions. Well, in a film like bats, you've got explosions, cars blowing up, cinemas blowing up, flamethrowers. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. But, so anyway, they've basically killed the bats in the building, all the ones on the fences. McCabe is woken up or come to from his like from his knockout punch. He runs outside and there are still a few hanging around. I think the two big ones are still mm. lurking out on the roof. Well, you see him in a tree, don't you? Yeah, I think yeah, they're, they're like, hanging just around. staring at him. As you should say as well, the, the bats, they sound a little bit like the predator. Oh yeah, God! That yeah. that predator sound effect. Of, you get a couple of shots of like bat vision. Oh, you get loads of bat vision. Where it's just it, an expanded. But that phases out after a while, doesn't it? Well, it, doesn't it just look like they've changed the ratio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You scramble to get your remote and think, "Hang on, what's happened here? <laughs> it's gone to it's gone to widescreen. I need it on normal screen. What's happening?" That is a weird visual effect that they imply, and they do sound like predators. And he the. Yeah, I can't do the sound, but everyone no, knows like, that predator. I know what you were aiming for. That you know, predator in the trees kind of sound, and that almost sounded like it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you sucking on your vape machine is like a predator sound, and he runs up. Sweaty face, Doctor McCabe runs outside. He's like, oh, "Can you hear them? My bat? No, they're my, I control them. They love me. They've come here because I wanted them here." And Lou Diamond Phillips is like. I don't know why. But he's like, come back inside. Come back inside. Yeah, be okay. Stay out there with your bats, you maniac. Obviously, he doesn't control them because no, the bats kill him. They, they, then they bite his ear off and then, like, murder yeah. him. Or a couple of them do. You see his ear come off. And again, it's another really weird moment because Lou Diamond Phillips is like, no! He just knocked him 
Yeah. It's like the guy's a dick. You met him a day before. <laughs> he's, he's the cause of all of this. Literally. Yeah, nobody pulls him up, though, when he's... But he, at the end, he even says that he let him out. Yeah. And he's like, why would you do that? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> why wouldn't I let these bats out? <laughs> Anyone would. I'm a scientist. Yeah, he's a yeah, but CDC guy earlier, nobody seems to pull this... Yeah, I made these bats. I made them super intense. Yeah. And nobody's going... Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, arrest him. <laughs> Whoa! Don't you just you just stay there a minute. Yeah, that's yeah. It's bunkum. So he he gets killed by the bats, and then, meanwhile the clock is ticking. Yeah. Well, then it's next day. So it's the next day. They drive out to the mines. The black, is, it, well, they, is it the Black Heart Mines? What the black? Don't bother. Black Rock Mines. I care, Mark. What mines called? Black Rock. I'll say. I can't remember. They bang, they say it about a hundred times. The name of the mines. They drive out to the mines. They discover that the army has been decimated. Oh, completely. And they're like bloody idiots. They tried to <laughs> bloody idiots. Well, they went in at night. Oh, you twats! Yeah, they <laughs> went. They, they went in when the bats were awake, and they've all been slaughtered. And all the jeeps are on fire. Everything is burning. And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, okay, well, from looking at the scene. I think they got the refrigeration unit into the mine. They haven't turned it on, but it's in the mine. We can turn that on. Yeah. So they, and they're on the blower to the, to the, the military. They're to the general, and they're like, "General, we might be able to. We might still be able to salvage this." And the general is like, "No, we've got planes inbound. They're on their right out of Iron Eagle too. They're on their. <laughs> they're, they're on their way to you." They'll be there in an hour. Where are they coming from? Where they're an hour away? Yeah, that whole that all is. It, it, You've got to be a long way away to be an hour away in a in those jet planes. Yeah, yeah, that whole that's complete bullshit. And so basically, it's like okay, shit. Sixty-two minutes, I think he says. Yeah, we've me. yeah we've got an hour. Now we've got an hour. We had forty-eight thinking, hours. Now we've got an hour. I was thinking at this point they're not going to listen. <laughs> I know you're thinking shit hasn't this film ended already like, it should have ended we, already can't we get on with it now and it's like okay and Jimmy Sands is like right okay I'll be your guy on the computer I'll be the guy in the chair you two put on your guano suits drop down into the what mine what did I text you what what was that bit that I texted you yesterday <laughs> like, yeah. you don't want to go you don't want to be on back <laughs> yeah yeah didn't you say it was like Tarantino? It was, it was like the dialogue <laughs> of the film is, is awful. <coughs> yeah. He doesn't have really a single funny line. Lou Diamond Phillips does have a couple of funny lines. His bit where he actually ends up in the guano pit and he's like, don't tell me I'm chest deep in bat shit. <laughs> he delivers it better than that. But that <laughs> I'm up he, to my chest in bat shit. That isn't too bad. So they go into the mine and it's very much like Jimmy. And like... Time is of the essence. Yeah, he goes... They've got an hour. No, they haven't. By the time they get in there with a kit on, they've got 35 minutes. But when they get suited up, she spends 10 minutes going, Jimmy, promise me, if we can't do what we really need to do right now in a hurry, if we can't do that, promise me you'll blow the entrance. We need to do... Who set the bombs up? I don't... But it's like... If time is of the essence, yes, just get, just get, and fucking do it, woman. <laughs> get you know, Jimmy, if we can't, if you know, if we don't yeah. make it out, 
if we don't make it out because you know this is we, oh, God, we really need to get in there Jimmy and do this quickly yeah so yeah so he's like yeah okay I'll do it I'll blow the entrance and trap you all in there so they go in they go into a tunnel there's they first of all they have a fork which ain't on the map but they kind of figure it out yeah Lou Diamond Philip can see some bones and he's like this looks like bat shit so they go into that tunnel and that tunnel collapses the floor collapses and then they drop down into the guano pit and that's pretty awesome the guano pit does look pretty good it's like a real runny and she says like oh it's bat shit it's crawling with all kinds of creatures that live off the bacteria and you're like (laughs) that that bit is quite cool and they follow the they follow the bat shit into the roost they find the roost right in the middle of the roost what is there uh, a, weird, the, a weird well, refrigeration <laughs> what is freon that? gas it looked like a spaceship yeah I have no idea needed a key though you see it earlier on and you're like what the what is that and it did not yeah but he just made one phone call and got that yeah you're like what I don't even know and the army went yeah we'll send the squad down there yeah. mate we'll have it there in an hour yeah and the dickheads <laughs> <laughs> they take it in when the bats are active. It's like no, the killer bats are active. Don't go in there. So they get. So they find the roost. They find what they've been looking for throughout the whole film. The roost. And they go in. And she's like, "My God, there must be millions of them." Well, yeah. Millions. Well, probably. Yeah. Millions. I don't know. And there's a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a, a shitload of bats in there. I don't know. There's a million bats in there. Oh, I don't know. So they. So it's they a go. Big cave and they're everywhere. So they get to the machine, and you know, time is of the essence. Yeah, but he got twenty-seven minutes before he goes. Before he says that to him, he goes, "You got twenty. It's taken him half an hour to get down there." Yeah, and he so says, "You've got do with turn it on and get out." That's it. They lose thirty <laughs> minutes. They somehow lose like twenty-five minutes because the next time what? he says the time, he says he got seven minutes to get out, and it was like literally two minutes ago. Lou Diamond Phillips does have a they live style fight with one of the bats <laughs> that goes on. <laughs> He's rolling around on the floor of a bat. He's like, get off! Get off! Get off! <laughs> that is a long, that is a long fight scene. But they don't, don't they break ha- his, the glass on it. They break his helmet, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get him on the neck. So he should really have been overpowered by the strong... You know, the guano. Yeah, the ammonia. The heavily ammonia. Yeah. I've, yeah. Anyway, mate, they spent 15 minutes looking for a key. Did you see yeah. it when they were looking <laughs> for key? <laughs> goes, I don't to work this machine. Shit, we yeah. got it. I don't know how to turn it on. It needs a key, I think. And it, but they're looking for the key. They're literally, there's, there's what, seven guys on the floor? Yeah, seven dead and they're guys. They're literally just patting them, going, he ain't got the key. It's mm-hmm. like you've not even looked in his pockets. Yeah, you, you, you've just patted They find him. it pretty quick. They didn't get the key pretty quick. They turn it on. And then, you know, one the bats start waking up. They, they're all asleep in the roof. One, the main... One you of see the main one of them just look right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like out of the tens of thousands that are there. And he sort of drops down and he's hanging out on that digger, like watching them. And then, like, he's circling them. And he goes for Lou Diamond Phillips. Like I said, they have a lengthy fight scene. Oh, they're circling the prey. Yeah. What? Just stop talking bollocks. Yeah, just run. Get out. Yeah, just run. Um, that's what they end up doing. She kind of helps wrestle him off. They kind of set one on fire. Doesn't she manage mm. to spark some flames and one catches on fire? And then they're running. They're running for their lives. That's one of the badass ones as well, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think that's one. Yeah, because yeah, that is the that's. And I think the last one is what happens right at the end. I right. think. 
I don't know, we'll get to it. But I think, that, yeah, that's one of the big baddies that they torch. They're running, and all all the bats wake up, and they're chasing them. And it's a real n- nail-biting. Oh, well, it is so kind it's of a big nail-biting. But it's, it's almost like they should get them immediately. Yeah. They cannot run faster than them, all their bats. They've got a million bats behind Literally them. at their heels. And he's stopping to shoot at them with Why? a revolver. With Why? a revolver! <laughs> well, he's a pretty good shot. But, I mean, if you're shooting five bats <laughs> out of a million <laughs> killer bats, they're, they're still going to have you, Louis. I, you know, I don't care what you do. And then they get into the elevator. Oh. And then the bats, because they're super intelligent, genetically altered bats, they get into the mechanics and they sever the wires. And I mean, luckily, Lou and Dr. Casper, they get out of the lift, but then the lift plummets down the shaft. Yeah, it takes away the backside. Yeah, of the super intelligent, genetically altered bats. Oh shit, we've just (laughs) decimated. Oh God, that's like half a million of us dead because we dropped the lift down the shaft. So they're still running. And they're like, they're on the blower, they're on like the radio or whatever, the walkie-talkie. And they're like, Jimmy, remember you said you're going to you're gonna blow the entrance. And he's like, no, I'm going to wait, you can do it. You can. And it's like, no, just, you need to seal us in, you know. And he's like, no, I'm going to hold on. And they just make it, they get out the entrance and he blows it. And it's another massive, massive explosion. explosion. Yeah, but it goes all, you see it all the way yeah. around the countryside. I know. It's like, you did where did that all come from? It's almost Mad Max 2 levels of... Well, I didn't understand what the point... I don't know. He blows the shit out of that mine. Is that what the army were going to do? No. They were going to see... They were going to put the freezers down there, free on gas, yeah. seal it. Is that how they were going to seal it? Well, by blowing it up? <laughs> the mine... The mine only had one entrance. So what was all the countryside bombs going yeah. off? I mean, what mine? <laughs> what... I mean, I, I'm not an expert on mining. I know. For I, safety reasons, you'd think you need more than one. Yeah, I would imagine it's an old diamond mine or something from the 1800s. Well, luckily enough, there's I mean, only there, one There entrance. was a lot of health and safety when they were chucking the Chinese down there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Ooh. I mean, that's what they were doing. Well, all right. Yeah, you know. Ter- yeah, terrible time. So... <laughs> Just stop working on the railway tracks. I think it was a coal mine. I don't know it's a... Um, so anyway, they blow. So he blows the entrance. They get out, and then they're on the radio, and it's like army guys. Phone okay, phone up Iron Eagle. Yeah, Iron Eagle okay. Call them off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call up Lewis Gossett Junior. Tell him it's all over. We've saved the day. Oh, dear. and he's like, "Are you sure?" Oh, he goes, "Yeah, right." Wait, wait. Are you sure? Yeah. He he actually says to him, "Are you actually sure that you've completely sealed up the mine?" And Jimmy Sands goes, is pig pork? Yeah, I'm sure. And then the military guy goes off and he goes, yeah, okay, satellite imagery has confirmed that. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) I was struggling at this point. Yeah, yeah, okay. It should have ended 15 minutes before. And then they they all come out and... Pouty Dr. Caspin smiles for a change and they're high, they're high five. And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, I'm going to go and unconvincingly smoke another cigar. Everything's great. But, well, it's not a big but. As they're driving away, there's one last bat which kind of comes crawling out of the ground and they just run the fucker over. 
I don't even think they realise they've done it. They're just... Yeah, yeah squash that. Yeah. The end. Anyway, Mark's out of five for this fantastic movie. I didn't hate it, Mark. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say... Th- mm. Yeah, I'm going to say three. Yeah, this is... This it was, it, would I you watch it, it again? Yeah, one day. I might say to someone, this is pretty daft. Let's watch it's, Bats. It's... It's... It's, it's Bats. <laughs> I was it's, worried. I was worried today, thinking... It wasn't bad enough to be good. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't awful. It's not awful, is it? No. It's well put together. Yeah, yeah. And for that budget, it it looks great. It does look great. It looks really, really good. It doesn't look like a 1999 film. No. In in a way, at all, because it's so old-fashioned. Yeah. But I think it was Destination Films, and I think this was their first film. And I mean they, I mean they knocked it out of the bloody park. I mean they made, they made twenty five million quid. Yeah, I mean that's insane. That is insane. It is. And they did insane. do a sequel. There was a sequel. Sequel come out. Well, they were all all the character actors were tied in for five years. That's really. right. And, and, th- it, and I think it the, it came out in two thousand and seven. So, so it was like one year after. Yeah, so it didn't have the original cast. I would watch that sequel. Oh, I don't know. That's got to be awful. I'd give it a try. I'd give it a try. This was this really wasn't that bad. In I've never heard anyone no, I've never, talk about it ever. No. So it looks the same sort of budget as like a Oh god, what are those? Dust till dawn sequels. Uh yeah, okay. It's kind of it reminded me of one of them. I think the bats in this look better than yeah, yeah. Dust Till Dawn. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking I about the sequels. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never seen any of that. I've never really. You never seen Hangman's Daughter? Yeah. Is that the third one? Or yeah. Yeah. Uh... I never watched the TV series either. It was a TV series? Drags out the whole thing. I did want to watch more sequels, but it's never the same. I always wanted to see George Clooney That's in it again. Yeah. I always wanted to see the get you know, the original. Yeah, yeah. You know. I so think, I think uh, Machete turns up in it a couple of times, and that's easy. oh really? Yeah, yeah. What as Machete? No, not Machete. What's his name? Danny Trejo. Yeah, the guy who plays Machete. Yeah, but he's not playing Machete. Yes, I know. No, I don't. I don't. I, he might be because I, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's Robert Rodriguez because he's machete, he's Machete and everything. Rob, 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 Rob. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's he's always <laughs> named after a knife and he a Robert Rodriguez thing. Yeah, I think so. Tends to be. He could have he could have turned up in it, really. When you yeah. think about it, it's all sort of been the same. Um, so anyway, so we're yeah, three, three stars. stars. Well, although we're both going for three stars, this has been fun, Mark. It was a yeah. fun film. It, these are the kind of films we need to be talking about in our movie podcast. Okay. Right. What are How, we do, What are we doing next we're not week? Talking Mark? about next week yet. Have you been to your book nook? No. Um, <laughs> Ouch. Right. I miss the book nook, Mark. Oh, I don't. As much as you hate my intro, I love your book nook. Okay. Should we talk about the outro? Because I know you like to be slid out gently. No, no. Let's just... Let's just we're, in, we're in and done, Mark. Okay. Good episode. Bye, everyone. Say goodnight, Jamie. Goodnight, fuckface. <laughs> okay, well... Goodnight. I'll, sorry, goodnight. I'll cut that out. I'll say goodnight, oh, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, what good are you night. saying, fuckface, to our listener? Fuckface. <laughs> Talking to you, I'm not saying to our listener. Good night, listener. Good night, fuck face. I could be What's, talking to me. What are you doing? I normally say good night, Jamie. Why is your every say good night, Jamie? Oh. Good night, fuck face.
every at the end of every episode there's Oh, you're really flubbing this end. Oh. We should we should wrap. Well, right? I just said to you, say good night, Jamie, and you went fuckface and blew the whole thing. So I'll say it again. Good night, Jamie. Good night, Jamie. Thank you. Good night, Mark. <laughs> Jamie and Fortress Betamax Dungeon.